Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, Cricket customers. Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Nice. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Yeah. Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. to Bois, a King of the Hill rewatch podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, season two, episode 13, Snow Job. Yeah, the uh, debut of Joe Jack. Mm-hmm. I got a question about Joe Jack for you, too, okay. when we come to honey. it. Honey. All right, honey. <laughs> so we are uh, we're starting off at, uh, well, the first thing we see is the uh, first Texas bank uh, the time and temperature is 40 degrees and it's falling fast. Yeah. It's cold outside. Yeah. Uh, you see a guy with an Olympic torch or what you think is an Olympic torch go by. Uh, and then you see the big banner for Strickland summer in January picnic at the Arlen city public park. It sounds like a really shitty picnic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, cold it's, in January, even in Texas. Yeah, it's cold as hell. And they're, they're passing the torch one at a time down the line, just like they do in the Olympics. And they're getting ready to, to uh, light the big uh, uh, cooker yeah, so that they can start the picnic. And, of course, Buck Strickland's the guy. People are just talking and talking. And, and uh, it's, uh, Buck introduces himself. I'm yeah. Buck Strickland. And if you don't recognize me, you're at the wrong event. Which is that's Stephen every, Root. Yeah. yeah, everybody thinks that's so funny. Uh, I thought it funny. He says, uh, now the assistant manager of the five Strickland propane branches and I welcome you to our annual winter picnic. Now, let me A ask you something. winter picnic. He has these, uh, this big apron on. Who's, yeah. the, who's the guy in the circle? Is that him, Younger? Maybe. I didn't yeah. notice that. There was yeah. something that you know, you're you're paying way more attention than so, I was. Some guy's face. I didn't see that. No, I didn't see right that. Right there in the I middle. I have to rewatch that. Yeah, the yeah. only thing I can think of is that it's him, you know, like 40 years ago or whatever. 
Uh, he says, uh, we have gathered here to celebrate propane, God's gas. God's gas. And who yeah. could ignite the celebration better than our senior assistant manager, Mr. Hank Hill? Hank, could you do the honors? And of course, Hank is. Yeah, is he'd be honored. Totally I'd honored. Be honored. Yeah, yeah, I'd be honored. Anything we hear that the, he's got then, him to do, he's going to be honored. Absolutely. And then we hear the wind start howling and things uh, really picking up. And uh, Peggy and Luann are over there just freezing to death. Uh, yeah, nobody's got jackets on. No, that's what I don't Everybody's understand. dressed like it's, you know, normal. Like, you know, they don't even have a jacket or <laughs> a sweater or she, anything. She tells Hank to hurry up and turn winter into summer. I, I guess lighting the grill is going to do that. No, I it's not really a grill. Remember it. when they lighted it, it lights all those oh, heat, that's those right. Heaters. You're right. It lights those all propane the heaters. It's like a propane that's heating right. system. See? An outdoor heating system. There you go. It's those. It's Which those. That's big fancy as hell for thing. Texas. It really is. It's fancy because we don't get to use them very often. Well, not only that, like uh, where in Texas would that be a permanent fixture? At, unless you're in a rich neighborhood, like the one-off chance that you get a cold enough. Well, I say that we had that winter a while back that I wouldn't have mined some propane. Well, that's true, and they're that talking about another one coming, which is uh, which scares the. Crap oh, this out year. Of me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bad yeah. down the hatches. Batting down the hatches. Ask indeed. Hank to pull up with some propane. <laughs> yeah. Somebody to pull up. I want Joe Jack with my with Joe my Jack. propane. I can, I can rely on Joe Jack. Uh, so uh, she says to turn winter into summer, all the people are clapping and cheering. You, you see you the whole thing the, ignite. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you get Vickers, uh, which Vickers seems to me to be another version of um, – what was a kid that was flying the airplane outside the the tunnels? You know his dad. It's, oh yeah, they're always uh, like this, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. Yeah. But you know the the guys that sound yeah. real nasally. <laughs> they're always like yeah. the same guy. You know, they're I'm always telling the weasel on guy. you. Well, it's like my the, dad's here. <laughs> it's like the guy from uh, CPS or whatever that came in the first one. Oh you my know? wrists! It's yeah, like the I same have carpal guy. tunnel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. He says, "Ha, ah, well, Mr. Strickland's like you always find the exact right moment to flip those burgers, and I think you'll also find now the exact right moment for my total quality management, management proposal." proposal. <laughs> and Buck's like, oh, for God's sake. And then uh, here comes Hank, and uh, he obviously knows what kind of person Vickers is. He says, hey, Vickers, who do you like for the Super Bowl next year, the Doopy Loopies or the Shimmy Shammies? And uh, he and uh, Mr. Strickland enjoy a pretty good laugh at Vickers' uh, Vickers' expense. But Vickers is like, okay, okay, I know, uh, very funny, but I like the Bills, and that, that makes him laugh again. Because at this time, the Bills, the Bills were had garbage. lost four Super Bowls. So, uh, yeah, I the think Jim that, Kelly, uh, yeah, Jim Kelly, a couple of them were to Dallas. So that's where we're getting all of this. So, uh, just, to butt in for just a second. So you yeah. have, uh, the voice of Lloyd Vickers, which this is the one and only appearance of Lloyd Vickers, but his Lloyd. voice Lloyd, yeah, Lloyd mm-hmm. Vickers. So, uh, actually the guy that plays Lloyd Vickers voice is a guy called David Herman. He plays Michael Bolton in Office Space. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's an original cast member also from Mad TV from 1995. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember him on Mad TV, but I certainly remember him from Office Space. Yeah, okay, I remember but yeah, him. he was in Office Space. Yeah, too, 100%. Yeah. But yeah. he also did voice work for uh, Bob's Burgers, Brickleberry, Futurama. He's the one that talks about Michael Bolton and calls him an ass clown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Next thing we see is a lone snowflake fall from the sky. It falls onto Bobby, and Bobby's like, look, Mom, ash. It must be a volcano somewhere. Now, Peggy, she doesn't know exactly what's happening, but she snaps into action pretty quick. 
She's like, huh? Oh, oh, it's snowing. Oh no. Peggy is on it because she says, okay, I've been through this before in Montana and I forget that she's from Montana. Yeah. She's from Montana. They say this is the first time they mentioned Montana. Oh but, really? Uh, yeah. They say that, but I don't think so. I think that I, I remember they mentioned Montana in the Westie side story. Yeah. Uh, whenever they're the, yeah, the, I the, thought they the, mentioned the episode it with the dog. So I don't know how correct that is. Cause I'm pretty sure in the Westie side story. So now in uh, our- fact checker, I'm fact checking your fact check. So fact go check back and fact check. checker. Go back and check Westy's side story and tell me what you find. <laughs> so uh, her her best advice is for no one to lick any flagpoles. Nah, that's not, really not good lick advice. any flagpoles. Really yeah, good advice. Don't do that. Now let me ask you something. Did uh, how long had uh, and this may be something you need to look up. How long had uh, Christmas Story been out when this happened? What year did Christmas Story come out? Yeah, in the seventies, maybe right. No, nah, it uh, was the eighties. Yeah. Oh uh, well, it's probably about. I think that's at least where, probably about 15 years. I'd I think that's where point. we're getting this from, though. I think, you so. know, we'll you know, the scene in A Christmas Story where the kid runs up to the light pole, sticks his he's dared to stick his tongue. That on was the light 83 pole. when that came out. So yeah. it's been a, it's, so it's, it's, it's five, a good 15 six years. years. No, it's a good like 15 years. This is 1997. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I thought it was 1997. Oh, you're right. You're right. I was so. thinking 80s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's been out a while. So that story is going around where kids lick flagpoles and their tongue sticks. Yeah. Tongue sticks to them. Yeah. So, uh, Hank is like, they're all teenagers about this time. All the kids that grew up watching are all teenagers, like getting ready to graduate high school. Hank is, uh, taken aback a little bit, uh, by the fact that there's snow. He says the Texans aren't prepared for this kind of nightmare, sir. We got to work fast. I'll unlock the gas reserves while you rally the troops. Choke it down, people. This is a propane emergency. No time for chewing. If we don't get the heat to the people, you can bet the electric company will. That's right. That and was then, funny. Joe Jack, fire up the bobtail. Well, and then see, she tells him, don't be a hero, Hank. And he goes, it's well, too it's late. Like, it's like he's going off this the war. Cinematic. They get the big no, I kiss. Like it. I really All like the cars this. are hitting each other in the parking lot. I mean, it's, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one actually was written by... Uh, I think it was written by, yeah, it was written by four different people or three different yeah. people. No, four different people. Okay. It was written by Cheryl Holiday, Alan R. Cohen, Alan Friedland, and Jim Dotrieve. Okay. Which Jim Dotrieve is a longtime writer of the show. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, Cheryl Holiday, she, uh, she actually voices, uh, I think, Velma Throckmorton. Velma yeah, Throckmorton. Yeah. She does the voice for Velma Throckmorton. She's coming up. Yeah. So Bobby wants to be included. So he says, can I come too, dad? He said, you bet son. And, and Hank's already on the side of the bobtail. And, uh, he and Joe Jack is driving. Hank's kind of hanging off the side. Like it's a, like it's a war plane or a, or a, a army oh, tank yeah, like a or helicopter something. Or yeah, something helicopter. Like yeah. He says, if you can catch Bobtail on the fly, you're welcome at Strickland Propane. Come on. Come on. Yeah, it's and cinematic. Is, I really think, yeah, it's <laughs> like a movie. This scene, These couple scenes in this, they're like, they reminds me of like watching a movie. Bobby is running as fast as he can, which ain't very fast. And no, uh, he has to tell him, say, Joe Jack, slow down. Slow way down. Slow way down. Slower. Just stop Just the truck. Just stop the truck. <laughs> yeah. Finally the boy ain't him. right. Yeah. He's wheezing. We go uh, over to Bill, and uh, he he's is, in shorts. He's in shorts sliding around on the front yard. And we, it's a winter wonderland. <laughs> we, and then Boomhauer. Man, I tell you what, don't go down to Antarctica. and go and get that dang thing where the big old bottom like he got. Yeah, ain't going to get that dang thing to work with a big old bottom like he's got. Yeah. And then we're back at Strickland Propane. Uh, yeah, no, Hank man. Is, Hank yeah. is feeling the, the calls that are coming yeah, in. Yeah, propane will not freeze. Propane will not it freeze. It is a natural gas. And, he, and then he hangs up the phone and he says, good news, Buck. We can get propane to the nursing homes by diverting it away from the Museum of Modern Art. If, if anyone, anyone asked, asked, it was a, it tough, was a tough, tough choice. choice. That's right. And they all have a hearty laugh. 
Uh, and then Buck uh, uh, talking to Bobby. That's why your dad's one of the greats. Yeah. Just watch and learn, son. Maybe someday you'll be sitting in that seat. And Bobby's which, uh, like, then where would he sit? Yeah. And he said, the way things are going, he'd be in the boss's chair. And then Hank's uncomfortable oh, yeah, with being yeah, yeah, in yeah. anybody's chair. No. He said, I'll, I'll just keep the chair I have and wheel it over to your desk. <laughs> and then Buck, he's like, whoo, I'm beat. I think I'm going to call it a day. I just got to finish up my paperwork. And he goes to knock off the day on the calendar, yeah, which it says January 1998. This scene's kind of weird because, weird. I mean, I've looked at a lot of... <laughs> half-naked women on calendars. Yeah. Which is what e- we got here. Even some with fully naked women sure. on calendars. Yeah. But I've never, ever started to perspire so The like, naked calendar heavily. has always been weird to me. Well, whether it's weird or not, like I think it's even weirder to sweat all over it. Well, I think we're, we're about I think it to serves see what's purpose. going on. I yeah, think it yeah, serves yeah, his yeah, purpose, yeah. but I just don't understand why he's <laughs> sweating so hard. He's over there. Knock, yeah, he gives knock. himself an infarction looking at a <laughs> Christmas calendar. It's an infarction. Uh, Bobby says, Hey dad, how come I never got a Strickland calendar? And, and Hank's like, uh, you're not old enough. So, uh, Han- uh, Buck is just over yeah. there going Why, through. Hello, Miss November. Yeah. And Miss November. be careful. That's flammable. Miss <laughs> November is on there riding, a, riding a propane, propane tank. tank. Yeah. And, uh, Hank's like, uh, it's getting a little uncomfortable. Bobby, why don't you go outside and make snow angels? And so Bobby goes outside to make snow angels. Uh, and then you see, uh, you see old Buck again. Yeah, look uh, at the wings on this piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he is sweating up a storm. Sweating heavy. Yeah. Hank is like, well, she certainly is attractive, sir, but I'm not sure it's an appropriate way to be talking about our cleaning lady, which I didn't understand that joke. He's flipping through the calendar and then all of a sudden there's a picture of their cleaning lady. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. No, he reminds me of uh, <laughs> he reminds me of a drunk redneck at Taco Bell sweating there waiting for his food. Oh yeah, he's waiting for his free holidays. <laughs> yeah, waiting for his beans. Uh, <laughs> so here comes uh, one of the uh, one of the bobtails, and uh, Bobby's out there making snow angels, and now Hank, uh, Buck is really starting to wheeze and and all of this, uh, and he's he's like, "Merry Christmas!" I see your stockings are hung with care, and then here he goes. He's gonna have an infarction. Uh, and Hank is like, Oh, Buck, Jesus. And he goes, uh, uh, no, my God, I'll call an ambulance. We'll get to the hospital. Hang on, Buck. We still got a lot of propane to sell together. Yeah. And when he calls the emergency room, if you notice on the phone, he dials 900 instead of 911. Oh, does he? Yeah. That's another oh, see, fact from the that. fact checker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Artie. Buck ends up out in the snow and he's just, just convulsing next to Bobby and Bobby's like, Mr. Strickland, you got to use both arms like me. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we uh, we have a commercial break there. Uh, then we are uh, we're back at the Hill House, and uh, Hank's putting on a tie with the help of Peggy, and he's he's asking her, uh, "What do you think if I show up at the hospital with a tie on?" It's kind of ghoulish. Uh, ghoulish. It's, like, it's yeah. like saying, "Why aren't you dead yet?" On, on the, the other, other hand, we're yeah. in a crisis, and I, I have, have to give, give orders. orders, which is really weird. Yeah. Yeah, he just kind of assumes that he's going to be put in charge. And Peggy's like, uh, you know, you're already talking like a man in charge. This is so exciting. Oh, and save the tie for the funeral. Save the tie for the funeral. And she it, likes excitement. Okay. She likes the drama. I'm going to ask you another question. Okay. Who is the guy in the giant army picture right behind him as she's putting the tie on him? I'm only assuming. Oh, that's his dad. It's got to be Cotton. Uh, that's right? yeah. That's pre-shin. That's pre-shin removal. Pre-shin removal. Cotton. That's pre. That's pre-fitty men. Yeah. <laughs> pre-fitty. That's before he killed fitty men. That's at forty men. Uh, now we're we're over at the hospital. 
Uh, Strickland's got the, uh, the oxygen mask on. He's looking pretty rough. He's hooked up to all the machines, and he says, all right, everybody, listen up. Strickland's a family. I'm like the daddy. And, and the, the daddy, daddy ain't, ain't feeling, feeling so good. good. That, that made me laugh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the daddy. I'm like and the, the daddy. daddy ain't feeling so good. He says, so it's up to you kids to become leaders. Make sure daddy's business don't get run into the ground. Do you work for me? And then all of them are like, yes, sir, Mr. Strickland. I'm your daddy. Oh, yeah. Well, it's actually Vickers that's looking at him. He says, uh, do you work for me? And he, he goes, yes, sir, Mr. Strickland. He goes, I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. All five of you kids are going to have to pitch in because it's three guys, two girls. And uh, he says, take take on some added responsibility. Could you ladies step outside for a minute, please? I got a shot coming, and it's just rude, you know, to make two such pretty gals stare at my bare oh, backside. Yeah. All right, now, now the skirts are out in the hallway. We can get down to business. Yeah, yeah he just wants the women out in the hallway. Yeah, Buck is uh, a yeah. little, little misogynistic, I would oh, say. A little more than a little. He says, Hank, you're my right-hand man. I need you to feed my hounds. Promise Which, me you'll take care of my hounds, Hank. That is a big slap in the face to Hank. I think it's a huge slap. Well, it's not a huge slap in the face yet. So after, right after he tells Hank, "Will you take care of my dogs?" He tells Vickers, "You run the company, the whole mm-hmm. shebang. Mm-hmm. Let's see what that fancy business degree of yours is worth." Yep. And you know what? I think that's a common theme in like blue collar and like blue collar jobs and oh, some sure. blue collar jobs, yeah. factory stuff and stuff yeah. like that, where you'll have the guy with a degree come off the street and he'll take the position that the guy that's been working for like 10 years in the position, you know, that's kind of a uh, common thread with uh, Mike judge too. Like all of this blue collar versus white collar, all of that kind of stuff. Cause if you look at office space, if you look at the one, uh, what extract, the one, yeah. yeah, it's always like blue collar versus white collar type stuff. But uh, Hank is very taken back. He's like, you're putting him in charge? Mr. Strickland, I've been with the company for 15 years. And he says, Hank, I let you light the grill. Right now my hounds are starving. The hounds are starving. It's a rough one, man. It is rough. It's really, really rough. And I kind of feel for Hank. I did feel for He put all that time in, and, you know, that's supposed to be his position. Matter of fact, he probably should be the one actually running the company from the top. Yeah, absolutely. Buck should be out. I don't know, chasing people. Bucking, whatever he does. Bucking. Uh, so we're back in the alleyway. Uh, Dale uh, has bought a ton of uh, canned food because he figures this is the end of the world. A shit ton of it, yeah. He says, I bought enough canned food to last us through this storm and the civil unrest that will inevitably follow. Hope, Hope you, you like, like water, water chestnuts. chestnuts. <laughs> yeah. What is a chestnut? So it's those little white things yeah. in, um, uh, like you get Chinese food, you know, the yeah, little yeah, white yeah. crunchy things. I, I cannot stand Where do they come? Things. Like, where does it I come from? I don't know, you know, but I can't stand them. If you know where water chestnuts come from, please <laughs> contact us, us at B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H on all social media platforms. There you go. That's right. Tell yeah. us about your water chestnut history. I I will not order anything that has water chestnuts in it. Oh, I like crispy My, stuff. It reminds me of like celery or stuff like that. I just like crunchy things like I, potato I, chips. I like it's like a healthy potato too, chip. I like that stuff too, but my, my wife loves them. I will not abide them. I will not abide a water chestnut. I'll bite them. <laughs> So, uh, Dale comes over to Peggy and he's like, Hey neighbor, I brought you something. She says, Oh, Oh. water chestnuts. Oh, thank you. (laughs) He says, as a matter of fact, there is something you can give me in return. She didn't say that, but, uh, he says, I only have a three week supply of propane. How damn long does he think this, this snow is going to last this snow that is barely on the ground, by the way, because Peggy's over there throwing salt out and there's hardly anything on the ground. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. And it's real funny. And anytime in Texas, 
you get, and it, it happens in oh, hurricane yeah. season. Oh. Not so much where we're at for hurricane season, uh. but if they if they say there's going to be a lot of rain or anything off of a hurricane that comes this way with lots of wind and rain, yeah. Yeah. people go down and clear the shelves. I guess it's the same thing here with heat, heat like versus yeah. the north. Like if people ever come down here, they just remark on how hot it is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I recently went to California, and it was 100 degrees there one day, and I literally thought people were going to die. I mean, they were just like, they were in and out with all the water and the patting themselves. And I'm, I'm out there outside and I'm like, moderate, it's really yeah, not yeah, that bad. You can handle it. There was a breeze, you know, yeah. <laughs> you, you go outside here oh, like during muggy. the day last week. Oh, oh my God. Really it was like 110 and there's no breeze. There's no nothing. And it's really, it's been really muggy. Since, well now, yeah. The rain yeah, or whatever. Cause yeah. it started to rain finally for the first time in about a month and a half. We're supposed to get a lot. Yeah. We're supposed to get a lot of rain. Well, that's the thing around here. We get no rain and then we get a lot of rain. And the problem is the ground can't absorb it quickly. Yeah. So we get a lot of flash flooding and stuff like that. Well, so you know, I'm glad I live on top of a mountain. While, uh, while I you're don't. hanging out in your next flash flood, don't forget to check out our podcast. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. If you're, if you're cooped up for three weeks, uh, we got the, three uh, weeks worth of episodes for you at least. Yeah. in the civil unrest, uh, make sure you listen to, to our podcast, download them first though, because you never know your internet may go out because yeah. of all the rain. Get you a three week supply of them. So he is basically asking Peggy to, uh, hook him up with some propane because now he gave her water chestnuts. She owes so him. how yeah. many, wa- okay. I wonder what the like exchange rate is on water chestnuts. How many water good. chestnuts does she have to give him for like one tank What's of propane? What's the water chestnut to gas ratio? Yeah. Uh, she says, well, I'm sorry, Dale. Hank may be in charge now because she still thinks he is. Uh, but you're not going to get any special treatment. Hank's priorities are propane first, family second, friends third, in that order. Dale does not like that. He says, uh, fine, he's just going to have to barter for it. Yeah, he's so to barter. He, he walks off. Uh, Bill uh, he's like still over there. Pie filling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says, Bill, you <laughs> like pumpkin pie filling? Yeah. Bill, you like pumpkin pie filling. Now, the truck comes skidding down the road to the house, and I think Hank's doing this on purpose, skidding around in the ice. Yeah. Uh, he's just blowing off some steam here. Yeah, he's, he's just sliding around. He's pretty good pissed time. at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's mad. And, and he has Rightfully very, so. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, I don't know. Is it rightfully so? Would it, it Should Hank be mad? 15 years, man. But he's but he's not the one to be entitled. He doesn't feel ever feel entitled. I get that, but he's put in 15 years with Buck Strickland, who's been Buck Strickland Well, the that whole guy time. paid $50,000 a semester and put in four years of college to get a good position at a job somewhere. Yeah, but he's a tool. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, Peggy sees him come up and she goes, Hank, what's going on? She gets in the truck with him and he says, Strickland picked Lloyd Vickers as interim manager. And she is just aghast at this point. She's like, what? Why? Oh, wow. The suck up's not even fit to feed Strickland's dogs. Yeah, he has to and tell that, her that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's like a, that's yeah. like a boom shot right in the, that's he, a kidney shot. Yeah. <laughs> he has to tell her that that's his job. And well, she's that's like, my oh, department well, now. I'm yeah. sure it has its own set of challenges. <laughs> So we transfer back over to uh, Strickland Propane. Uh, here is uh, Vickers. Uh, uh, he is giving a presentation. And he's put the letters P, C, and P up on his big flip chart. Yep. And he says, does anyone know what this means? Uh, one of the people says, uh, you're going to be doing drug testing. <laughs> he says, no, you're thinking of PCP, but yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, PDP. Sorry, he had put PDP on there. He says, yeah. uh, peak demand pricing. Basically, he's saying that the weather has uh, caused a shortage, and so you know, they're going to price gouge people. Th- this is like a forecast foreshadow. 
Boy, you're not kidding, event huh? Because right yeah. after right after we had our freeze that February, yeah, man, all the prices on energy went up that summer. It, it went insane here. Even this summer, like, like people, well, man, it, my remember, electric prices were way like my, I paid like over probably like 150, almost to 200 dollars more on average than I paid last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, summer. we had that huge freeze. And they were saying that people's people's energy bills were like five thousand dollars for the month and stuff like that because yeah, they had that they had that variable pricing. And so yeah. when it went way off up, of the variable price, yeah, yeah. Encore was like, oh, I'm, screw I'm lucky to be contracted. I did uh, it did kill like my bill that week. Yeah. And it was weird that it killed my bill because my electricity was off for like yeah, over half the exactly. week. But yeah. that was one of the highest bills I had because oh, sure. as soon as the power would cut on, because yeah. it would cut on and yeah. off and on and yeah. off. And as soon yeah. as it would cut on, the house is at like 40 and then it would get up to about 75 right. and right. then the electricity would cut off, off again. And yeah. it would just fight it for like a keep, week like yeah, that. Yeah. I We were uh, unlucky in the fact that uh, our power was literally off for five days. Oh, we, damn. We wore the same clothes. I mean, it was, it you was done that anyway, freezing though, right? in the house. <laughs> no, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I, I had like five layers on, you yeah. know, and we would sleep in them. And then we'd put a bunch of blankets on us. We cooked everything in the fireplace. I well, mean, I grew up in a house with like, uh, I grew up in a really old house, like, yeah. It was built in like the 40s and yeah. it had no insulation and right. you know a lot and, of drafts uh, i remember it being you know cold enough to see my breath at night when i was a kid when i was going to bed at night in the oh, winter wow. so i don't know i was i was all right at 40 i was it was all right for me like being 40 degrees inside the house was all right well yeah i mean but, if you can cover up i guess other than it gets a little colder than that yeah. but my but my wife and kid man he, they were oh it's cold it's cold <laughs> i'm like it's it's okay it's not we're we're not like, you can't see your breath well it You're was okay. pretty damn cold like it, it was like, you know the snow had, had turned it turned to ice cold. And it was, uh, boy, there was ice everywhere. It was weird to see that much snow in Texas. That was the first time I've ever seen anything like that. Well, you're not kidding. It was it was rough. Uh, so he calls it supply and demand, and yeah. Hank fires back. He says, yeah, well, in the real world, that's called sticking it to the people when they need us most. Uh, Vickers pulls him aside for some, quote, unquote, dialogue, uh, and he tells him that uh, he I hate is, people that say that. Uh, and he use says, the word di- can we dialogue for a second? Dialogue. Yeah, you go dialogue over there. Yeah. Uh, he says, so I'm working out some flex time so you can feed Mr. Strickland's dogs and clean their mess. Um, Vickers has gotten some power go straight to his head. Yeah, he's got to be an asshole. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I might have slapped him for that. Like yeah, in Hank's situation, like Hank being Hank, I feel like that was like kind of him spitting on Hank's shoes. You know, that was, yeah, that's pretty shitty of him to say it like that. Hank is leaving, and uh, as he's reaching into the poo grabber's box so he can yeah. pick up the dog's mess, he says, "Look at me, uh, or look, let me tell you something. Only you can learn from experience. You got to treat people with respect." You know who taught me that? Buck Strickland. So even in his worst time, Hank is still taken up for Buck Strickland. Uh, yeah, and then he says something terrible after that. He says he has the nerve to give me flex time. <laughs> that's well, why that's they out give in the alley. Him. He's telling the guys. He goes, yeah, out yeah, the alley, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> flex time. That's what they give pregnant women. And other disabled. Disabled. That's a little rough. Yeah, that's a little rough. Well, th- I don't know if it's rough saying disabled or calling pregnant women disabled. <laughs> well, it's insinuating, it's insinuating yeah. that, yeah. Now, let me, let me ask you something. All four of them, uh, being uh, Hank, Dale, Bill, and Boomhauer, are standing out in the alley. Dale has his ski mask on with his cigarette yeah, hanging out. Of he it. does. Is that the one you used for the avatar, or does yours have a ball gag? Uh, my my avatar was actually 
that image. Yeah, I think. that's what I thought. I thought it was the one it was with the, the image ski mask. with the ski mask and yeah. the cigarette. I don't know yeah. if it's that now, but yeah, no, I don't think it is now. It's me now. But Bill yeah, was, was that. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember Dale having a, a ball gag, but anyway, that for some reason I'm sure there's one there. Probably. It, well, I'm sure there's fan art. Yeah. I'm sure, there's an epi- Well, I'm sure there's probably a, there might be even be an episode. He says something about the flex time, and Bill's like, I don't know, Hank. Just sounds like he's trying to empower you. See, that's the fifth building block of total quality management. <laughs> Which bunch of mumbo why, jumbo? Why in the hell does Bill know that? Why does he know that it's total quality management? Because uh, you know he's in the military. In the military, uh, he's done. Yeah, maybe he's probably, so. They make you sit through a lot of leadership trainings and stuff. I'm sure he's had maybe one or so. two of those. Yeah, they all tend to agree with Bill. And uh, Hank fires off with, uh, "Don't be so quick to defend this guy because he's going to raise your propane prices by ten cents a gallon." And that flips the whole group. The group is not happy about that. And we even boom hours like, well, what dang old hot tub, man. He says, well, I'll tell you what, when Strickland get back from the hospital and finds out about this, he's going to have another heart attack. Dale says, somebody has got to teach that Vickers a lesson. If you want, I, I can, can show you how to make a because I can show you how to make a bomb out of a roll of toilet paper and a stick of dynamite. A roll of toilet paper <laughs> and a stick of dynamite. Yeah, that's just a bomb. That, that's just a stick of dynamite with toilet paper attached <laughs> to it. Yeah. So uh, we are uh, back in the office and Bobby is uh, copying the stapler, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's got the stapler in the pop. He says, uh, "Why didn't Buck Strickland pick you to be the boss, Dad?" Yeah, this is a tough one for him because he's got to, you know, he's this is bite even the tougher. With yeah, he says, uh, here. "Well, sometimes in life, uh, curveballs such, uh, yeah, 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 that's your ride, boy." Because yeah, here comes Joe, Joe Jack. Jack. Yeah, yep. He says, "Hey, Joe Jack, can you give my boy a lift?" And he says, "Sorry, Hank, damn Vickers, put, put tattlers in the, the truck." Trucks, yeah. Now, let me ask you about Joe Jack's voice here because okay. it seems weird. Right. It does not seem like the Joe Jack I remember. I don't know if it's the same guy or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, Joe Jack is uh, voiced by Toby Huss. Yeah, and uh, same guy all the way yes, through. Yes, same guy all the way through. Okay. He right. he doesn't have a whole like. I mean, he's he doesn't appear a a, a ton a ton. He's got three episodes in season two, yeah. one in season three, three yeah. in season four, three in season seven, one in season eight, one in season nine, three in season ten, and one in thirteen. Well, you but know, it's, but it's Toby Huss, and, and that's and that's kind of like you know indicative of a bunch of different characters mm-hmm. it's a, you know sometimes it's some of the same I think people they that are develop doing the them. i think they develop them as they go yeah too. some of them get a little bit of development because i feel uh, joe jack gets a little bit of development joe yeah, get, sure. joe jack gets a lot of development because he's yeah. like i tell you what honey i mean he's he yeah, gets yeah, yeah he gets something else this does not sound like him but he says that he put tattlers in the truck and tattler is just like a governor uh have you ever driven a truck with a governor or a tattler on it no, I've never driven. I was like I thought I thought to me a tattler in my mind they were putting like a GPS. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. I think a tattler and a governor are kind of the same thing. Like the only thing I've ever driven that was close to that is on a U-Haul. Like if you rent a U-Haul, oh, it'll, yeah, they don't it'll go only very fast. let you go to it'll like 65, go, yeah. 70 miles an hour. It didn't matter how hard you hold that gas pedal there. But that's more of a governor. What it was fun talking, though. I was uh, riding with my son back from uh, yeah. West Texas in a U-Haul, bringing some uh, stuff back that we'd got from uh, my wife's uh, family, some furniture or something. But the whole way back, I would look over at him and he would be kind of like dozing off and I'd slap his chest and I'd <laughs> slam my foot to the floorboard. I'm like, we're going so fast. And he would be like this. Like he would wake up all confused and then he That's would look fantastic. at the speedometer and he'd be like, oh, we're only doing 60. I felt like <laughs> you acted like we're doing 100 miles an hour. That's really great. I guess I guess a tattler and a governor are two different things. Though, yeah. Because uh, uh, Hank is, is uh, he's like, what? He can't do that. 
And uh, Bobby's asking what a tattler is, and he says it's a meter that tells the boss when a driver stops and for how long. It's designed to prevent goof-offs, lunch breaks, and it prevents lunch breaks and unscheduled stops. He says all the things the driver's union fought so hard for. So now we go over to Strickland's house, and we hear the dogs barking, and this is one of my favorite Peggy scenes uh, of the entire series. I just love when Peggy is, is a freak. Uh, and she is inside, uh, behind the sliding glass door and she is pretending to be a cat. Yep. Uh, it's so that, uh, the 40 dogs that Buck Strickland owns are all over there barking at her. She's like, meow, look at me. I'm a kitty. Meow, meow, meow. meow. <laughs> yeah. She's hopping she goes, up and down around the goes, window. I got whiskers. I'm a kitty cat. <laughs> Ron, honey, they've seen you. Yeah, well, yeah, when they start barking, there, yeah. he's got the whole bag of Dr. Dog kibble. Yeah. Dr. Dog kibble. And he's putting it out and then the dogs hear it. And one of them sees him. And, and like you say, Peggy's like, oh him. my God, run. They've seen you. And the dogs come after him. Well, I thought she was doing that because they were mean as hell and they were going to bite him. I didn't know well, yeah. they were going to attack him and lick him and just slobber all over well, him. Well, I'm assuming that, you know, he's got the food. So they probably saw him as yeah. not as big a threat, especially as a human-sized kitty. Well, that's probably not the first time he's fed that man's dog either. I yeah, wouldn't I, I wouldn't expect. That. Yeah. So uh, next thing we see is Hank. Uh, he's in the uh, he's in one of those outside sinks, whatever you call that, and he's washing his arms off. And he says, "This is ridiculous. There's a snow crisis. Snow crisis. A snow crisis going, going on. on." And I'm sitting here scrubbing off dog slop. Do not blame yourself. Uh-uh, no, I like no, how no. she Peggy, says, "Do not blame yourself." Do not blame yourself. Yeah, we get a little bit of that in the next episode. She says, Strickland is the fool who passed you over. And he said, well, no one bats a thousand. thousand. Strickland's a good man. He's the only other guy at the firm with the same passion of propane as I do. And then Peggy oh spots my Lord. something. She yeah. spots it. The electric uh, stove. She says that the stove is not propane, it's electric. And Hank cannot believe it. No, it literally, uh, he says, uh, it better be self-cleaning because I think I'm going to vomit. So, <laughs> like, he enters this it's rough. existential crisis for the rest of the episode here yep. all the way to the end. Yep. All right, so we're about to go to the hospital, but first let's take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. All right, we are back, and we are in the hospital with Hank and uh, Buck, and uh, Hank is is just, he can't believe it. He's like, how could you, sir? How could you buy an electric stove after everything the propane has given you? And uh, Strickland's like, dang it, Hank, we're both men of the world. I got a whole bunch of electric appliances. They came with the house. They came with the house, yeah. <laughs> he says, but Mr. Strickland, you've always said that propane is God's gas. It's a higher calling. Oh, hell, Hank, it's a business. It's about making as much money as you can while you can. That's why I let that Vickers put on them tattlers. Them tattlers. This, yeah. this is funny. But it's not exactly politically correct what just what happens. No, no, after no, this. not at all. He says, What, you knew about that? He said, Well, sure. I've been using tattlers on and off for years. Hell, back in the old days we used midgets. Stuck them behind the seats with a bucket of ice to keep them cool. That's so OSHA came in and put them poor little people on the street. That's what they like to be called, Hank. Little people. That's fantastic. Yeah, he says, uh, Hank, Hank responds, With the fifteen years I've worked with you have been the happiest years of my life. Now I find out it was all a lie. I never thought I'd say this, but Mr. Strickland, I'm not coming into work tomorrow. You mean you quit? Or are you taking a personal day? And as he's walking out the door, he stops when he can't see him. He looks straight ahead. He just, 
You heard me. Yeah. That's he couldn't crazy, even say I quit Hank. though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the funny thing is, is that even though that's like that's something you know that's that it would be reasonable for him to want oh, to sure. leave leave that job yeah. after fifteen years and then absolutely being, if he sees that there's no not only no chance, well the thing no is is not only did he get passed up for a position that's rightfully his. He got passed up for a position that's rightfully his, and the person that's doing it is failing miserably at the same time. Sure, sure. So we're back at Hank's house, and he's packing up the car. Uh, He's going to go on a trip. He says, I just, he's talking to Luann. Super which, dramatic. Which yeah. is weird because I, I don't go to Luann with my issues. Well, not uh, only that, it's just any kind of emotion like this where he, you know, I just need a couple of days yeah. at the lake to figure out what I was meant to do in this at life. At the lake. All Eeyore. I mean, he, yeah, he went all Eeyore on yeah, us. Yeah. He's like, I've been taking a good hard look at propane business. And it's sort of like seeing a woman with her makeup, makeup off. And Luann. Just some <laughs> dumb story. Sharona Johnson came to beauty school once with a makeup off and nobody told her. She's just giggling like hmm. a schoolgirl. That was She's mean. Like, yeah. That was mean. Uh, here comes Bobby. He says, Dad, I got the stove. Where's the propane thingy that goes into it? And Hank is, he's completely out of it, man. He's like, put it back, son. There's no room for propane on this trip. Which, There's no room for propane honestly, on this trip. Honestly, it's, it's super so sad, sad when you see Hank go yeah. this way, you know? It is sad. There's no propane allowed here today, boy. So we're back at Strickland uh, Propane, and Vickers is uh, telling Joe Jack and all them what they need to do. He says, uh, uh, Joe Jack and all the drivers are there turning in their tattlers from the, from the trucks. And he says, now Big listen to boxes me, Joe Jack. Too. They're huge. Yeah. Huge boxes. He says, uh, we're just two steps from win-win. Now, this is one of those negotiating things. You got win-win, you got win-lose, you got win-win, lose-lose, whatever, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, if anybody watches the office, they've seen that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then his two options are step one, you put the tattler boxes back in the truck. <laughs> Step two, you, you keep, keep your, your jobs. jobs. And, and Joe Jack, oh, I, I got, got a third, third step for you, for you honey. honey. We quit. <laughs> yeah. And all the drivers quit with him. But it's really funny. Uh, the next line, I've got a whole alumni new, lose, newsletter full of friends I can call on that'll drive these trucks just for life experience. You know and what? Then ha- and that, then, is, uh, that is something we're living through right now, though. We've got a whole generation that are doing things just for life experience. You yeah, know, I and, see that all the time. Well, you know, and more power to them if oh, if, sure. if, if yeah. that's if that's what's fun, you know. I don't know that they're going to drive those trucks for life experience though. So. Nah, well, there's there's actually it's it's really funny. I was on a rabbit hole on YouTube and it's a truck driving rabbit hole. Really? And there's people out there that become there there's literally drive truck trucks. driving influencers. No, come on. So there's people that do, they have millions and millions of views on videos of them discussing now, the life of a truck driver, I like have, driving trucks and I've seen stuff something like that. like that on Twitch. Like they'll put the camera in the front of the truck and they'll yeah, just yeah, talk yeah. to them. No, as they do it on, they do the it on YouTube. They create yeah. content like completely like create, have wow. a whole YouTube channel with catered content for truck driving. Huh. Like uh, there's, there's one guy that's a uh, truck driving mechanic. And yeah. he'll put, because he drives such a variety sure, of sure. older trucks, like all the cool old, like the stuff that I remember from like the 80s and yeah, the 70s, yeah. like these, you know, Peterbilts and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, Mac. he puts the the camera up above his head and it yeah. shows him doing all the gear shifting and oh, showing all cool. the crazy dashboards mm. and stuff out of all these random trucks. Oh, there's even a guy that has, uh, he's a... Uh, a content creator, yeah. but he has the truck driving simulator game, uh, and he has a whole cab built Those out. Those just baffle my brain. 
you know <laughs> that, that truck driving is a simulation game that's just crazy i don't know to me. I, 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 whatever, I've played man. them i've played them whatever. for a long time oddly enough I, there was one i don't know it's just weirdly fun i always wanted i don't know to, why it is really weirdly fun i always wanted to play and this was on twitch i always wanted to play one of those uh home remodeling games yeah yeah and pretend like i was chuck Gaines. Or chip games. Oh, while chip, I was chip. Doing it. Chip games. Oh, they have them. They brother. have those games. His brother's not well, that's so what well you would have Chuck to be. You'd have to be Chuck Gaines. Chuck yeah, Gaines. For, for, for trademark purposes, you had to be Chuck Gaines. There you go, guys. Chuck Gaines coming Chuck soon on Gaines Twitch. Chuck Gaines coming soon. That's That'd right. That'd be great. That'd be great, Somebody's actually. Somebody's going to grab that up. That'd be good content. No, we're going to grab it up so, before they can. I'm, I'm, I'm making it now so nobody can get Chuck it. Chuck Gaines, brother of Chip. Hell yeah. Uh, so uh, Joe Jack says uh, he drops the big bomb here on Vickers, and he says, I guess your friends are hazmat certified, too. Yep, got to have a hazmat Vickers has that, yeah. no idea what that is. He's like, hazmat? And so the next thing yeah. we see is uh, uh, Buck, Buck. He rolling is around. Pissed. Yeah, he's pissed. He just got through with this infarction, and he's getting kind of really well, he worked up. Yeah, he calls him a moron. Yeah, calls him a moron. You need a special license to drive a propane truck. Yeah, he says, you know, it's all right, sir. I can get to yes. I'll hire a bunch of new drivers right away. And he says, you listen to me, god dang it. It's a god dang height of the season. There's no drivers from here to god dang city. <laughs> And then he screams and fires him and then chunks the phone in the uh, St. Mary's donation bucket right there here in the you hospital go, sister. hall. Yeah, here you go, sister. <laughs> All right, so we are uh, out at the lake now, and we're at Mon Pa's General Store. Bobby is... Uh, I like Mon Pa here. Yes, he's, good, he, good scene. Bobby's griping. He says, uh, I told you we should have stopped at Megalomart. They don't even have a separate candy, candy department. Yeah, <laughs> stu- Peggy, it says the weirdest thing. She's like, uh, Bobby Hill, we're a remote cabin out in the wilderness. We will make our own candy. We will make our what own. What does that even mean? I don't even She's know what that make means. Her own candy. I have no clue. Well, <laughs> no, nah, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what, what then she's going on about. we see Hank over there uh, eyeballing a bag of Mon Pa charcoal briquettes i've always i always thought it was weird how briquettes is spelled but b-r-i-q-u-e-t-e-s uh that's just a weird name to me briquettes uh burnt wood to light on fire she says hank that's what i always thought was funny is that 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 barbecue is just burnt wood you're lighting burnt wood to start a fire yeah yeah it is weird yeah it is weird you got to pre-burn it before you burn it she comes up i think you know put that on a shirt you got to yeah, pre-burn it before yeah. you burn it. Pre-burn charcoal. <laughs> pre-burn charcoal. That's just dust <laughs> yeah. at that point. She says, uh, Peggy spots him looking at the uh, charcoal briquettes, and she says, Hank, what are you doing? Put it down. Now someone might see. He says, come on, Peggy. Haven't you ever wondered what it'd like to barbecue with charcoal? And it's it's slightly sexual here, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She says, you mean without propane? But I don't without think that. Propane. And then he starts just rustling those briquettes. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I guess I am curious. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so weird. So back at the house, the phone's uh, going ringing off the hook. The, yeah. the phone is ringing off the hook. That means that they all all these customers have Hank's personal phone number, right? And uh, you hear unless Peggy, he's got like a forwarding service or something yeah, that maybe. forwards it. But you do they have that in the nineties? Do they have forwarding? I'm sure. I guess so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know, man. I wouldn't forward my yeah, phone, I wouldn't phone calls uh, either. I, I wasn't can, screening phone calls either. But I can just see Hank giving out his personal home phone number to all the customers, you know, and saying, yeah, if I you can ever see have a problem that. after hours, just to, call to a me certain at home. few, I'd imagine he yeah. has like his, his, you know, you always got those customers, you know, those, those certain few. So you hear Peggy on the answering machine. This is the Hill residence. Please leave a message at the beat. You hear the beat. Yeah. Hey, and then it's here, your old buddy Buck Strickland. Buck Strickland. That Vickers mucked things up worse than Jack Kennedy at Piggy Bay. <laughs> when she's talking about the Bay of Pigs. Sure. Which I thought was funny. I mean, because that's, uh, 
This is the 90s. Talking about yeah. the Bay of Pigs in the 90s, I yeah. thought it was kind of odd. But. He says, so I got no drivers. I got no right-hand man. I need you old, old top. top. I yeah. need you bad. Old top. My favorite part is Luann writing down the message Jack Kennedy called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was good. She didn't hear shit that he said. She All she heard was said, Jack, Jack Kennedy. Kennedy called. That's right. Uh, and so we're back at Ma and Pa's, and uh, Hank is checking out, and he says, uh, the the uh, Pa says, 2124. He says, oh, darn, I only got 20 I'll just run out to the car. And Pa's like, yeah. $20, that's close enough. We don't care about a dollar yeah, here he goes, or there. And I like his voice. We don't care about a dollar here or there. People, People before, before pennies, pennies, I always say. That's right. And he then says, his wife. <laughs> he says, well, thank you. That's good. You're, You're good, good people. people. And yeah. his wife peeks out and mocks him. We don't care about a dollar here or there. Now I know why they call you Paul, because you're Paul-thetic. And then he goes. <laughs> he fires back. Yeah, and I know why they call you Ma, because you're always riding my ass. <laughs> I love that. It's pretty nice. It reminds yeah. me of my parents. That's why I like it. It's funny. So we, we see the answering machine again. It's still just, just going nuts. Uh, this time it's Rudy over at Goober, Goober Smooches. He says he's got no propane for his stove. I ain't he's got no propane for my stove. 20 pounds of rotten, rotten ribeye. Rib That's rough, man. <laughs> uh, now we're back at the lake. And uh, Hank is just—he's uh, like—he's like sad Charlie Brown. He's out on the uh, on the pier, and, and I, I really like the Bobby scene. Well, yeah, with Bobby I, here, I love this moment. Hank skipping charcoal across the oh, lake. The, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. Fantastic. It reminds me of—it's uh, it, almost like reminiscent of the, uh, t- to me. It reminds me of. Uh, Kind of like it's cinematic in a way, yeah. like kind of like Forrest Gump sitting on yeah, the park sure, bench with the, the, sure. the, the. That's what it reminds me of. He's just yeah. sitting there, it's, and then they kind of do it from the back, and they He's watch him skipping. Skipping. Those this rides. is a really good and uh, shout out to Wes Archer. This is really good, like animation directing. Oh like yeah, how they direct the animation. Oh, it's fantastic for a lot of the episodes, but this one specifically, I really appreciated a lot. Bobby comes walking up and he says, "I saved your life, Dad." He's because he tried to push him into the. Yeah, thing. he did the joke where you yeah. push you in, and then I said, "I saved your life." Yeah, and he's like. You were going to push me and in. And Hank, Hank just doesn't even get it. He He's didn't like, get it you were going to push me in? He goes, it was a joke. Which is uh, funny here because at this particular point, when he tells this, because he tells this joke twice in the episode. Yeah. In this particular point, it's not a very dangerous moment no, to tell this episode, no. to tell this joke. Hold that, guys. Just later. remember that. Just remember remember yeah. that this is not a very dangerous joke. Yeah, definitely and then, later. And then, we'll, and then we'll get back to that. Peggy runs out and says, she said not to disturb him. Uh, Bob, she pulls Bobby away. And then Hank kind of forlornly looks at the bag of charcoal briquettes. Yep. And he hears, hears Pa's voice in his head. He says, well, I don't, we don't care about a dollar here or there. People, people before, before pennies. pennies. Yeah. And people, so he course. just kind of comes people. to, yeah, people, people, Peggy, Peggy. And she says, what, what, what is it? And he says, pack up the car. I figured just it all got out. There. They just pulled up. They just got there. Yeah. He figured it out in five minutes. Yeah. Like Peggy thought she was getting a little vacation. He says, it's not about Tadler box or, or, or boxes or who's in charge. It's about service with a smile and making people happy. She says, oh, I knew it. You're going back to Strickland. He said, hell no. I'm going to open up a general store. And a Peggy scooch says. Me. A scooch at me. It's Shout so out to well feminist placed. Peggy. Yeah. Oh, it's so well a scooch placed. scooch yeah. He says, you see, everything I thought I'd find in propane, it isn't there. It's in the general store where they put people before pennies. A fellow's got no money. He can't pay his bill. Well, that's good enough for us. And then that fellow will tell another and another. And before you know it, we'll have customers lined up around the block. Bobby. Get out here, boy. I'm leaving the propane business and open up a general store. I love Bobby's response. He's just like, okay. Okay. (laughs) That's that's his whole thing. 
Now we're back in the car, uh, all three of them, Bobby, Hank, and Peggy. And he says, I can't do it alone, Peggy. General stores are Ma and Pa. If you're not there, people are going to make assumptions. Like, did Pa yeah, kill Ma? Yeah, this whole story, this whole 48-hour story <laughs> he, says, he gives. Does Pa kill Ma? He says, they're not going to want to buy batteries from me if they think you're in the back in the freezer hanging on a meat hook. Am I wrong? She said, I don't know. I don't know, Hank. People do need batteries, but this is just happening so fast. This is all just happening so, so fast. Will you think about it, Ma? We could have a section for books. They, they get yeah, home, yeah, and, and in, by yeah. then, she's excited. She's like, we could have a section for books, children's books, and we wouldn't even have to charge as long as the kids brought them back. He says, that's a great idea, Peggy. Kids are people. You see, you come up with a whole new customer base for our store. That's literally <laughs> just a library. That's that just a library. About. That's all that's she's right. talking about. Or a it's book. Or if, if you want to break it down to something even basal, it is a book lending yeah. space. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she says, oh, well, what the H? You know what? I'll do it. I'm going to go type my letter of resignation to the Arlen school board right now. Damn. And Hank says, I guess I'd better in. write my letter. Yeah, man. Quick. She flips quick. Uh, he sits down to write his letter and uh, he starts it with, it is with regret. And then he sees the uh, phone answering machine. It's got 38 messages. 38 messages. 38. And he pushes, of them. he pushes the first one and it's Velma Throckmorton. She says her hands froze my to the hands walker. My hands froze to my walker and I had to thaw them in the microwave. Who I want to know her? how she thawed her hands That's in the microwave. Saying, right? I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> I need my propane. Yeah. He says, which is voiced by the, one of the there uh, you go. writers, yeah. Yeah, Cheryl Holiday. He says, uh, okay, so now it's not, it is with regret, it's with deep regret. And then he hears another message. Uh, Mr. Hill, it's, it's Hugh, Hugh Jimerson. My heat's gone out. I've tried wearing total decks, but they make me look French. They make me look French. Where are your trucks? <laughs> yeah. So now it's with very deep regret. Yeah. And then another one. Letta Anderson. Hill, Mr. Hill, it's Letta Anderson. All kids, all three kids got the croup, <laughs> the and croup. I'm clear out of pro- It's cold. It's real, real cold. cold. And you see him <laughs> sign the letter. Yeah. But this was, uh, he has listened to all 38 messages because Letta Anderson was, was the last number one. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then comes Peggy uh, into the room. She's like, it's all finished, Hank. Okay, here it is. One resignation letter signed and self-notarized. You know what's, you know what's funny about answer machines, though? Yeah. The last message on the answer machine is the first person who called you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That is weird, huh? You would think yeah. you'd want to hear the first message first. Yeah, you 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 and literally have to listen to it backwards yeah. and hope yeah. that you get to the important one before oh no, it's he's not dead. important anymore. Next message. I think he's going to die. Next message. <laughs> yeah. He's really sick. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that kind of thing. They go in the wrong order. Yeah. So Peggy comes out. She's got the, she finds the note that Hank left her and it says, Peggy went back to work. Love Hank Hill. I love the fact that he signs his last name. <laughs> and he signs it like he signed something. Yeah, you know, like right. a check. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we see Hank walk back into you uh, come back Strickland to dance propane. on my grave. Yeah. yeah, he says, "No, sir, I don't feel much like dancing. There's a town in crisis out there, and they need propane." He says, "That ain't gonna happen, Hank. Uh, Vicar screwed everything up, and all our drivers quit." Hank says, uh, "You know what? A real propane man doesn't know the word quit." And uh, Buck fires back with, "Well, I don't know how they said it, but, but them, them drivers, drivers ain't working, working here, here no, no more." more. Yeah, <laughs> says you can't drive in propane trucks because we don't have hazmat licenses. It's all over. And then he says, "No, it ain't. You don't you need, need a hazmat, hazmat license, license to drive, drive a truck." And truck. I wonder about the legality of that. I, I wonder, don't think there's any legality here that we're real worried about. I wonder. No, I wonder no. if that's like able to be, even be done. If and you why in the hell that. can Dale, Bill, Boomhauer, and Peggy? How do they all know how to drive a tow truck all of a sudden, you know? And where did they get all the tow trucks would be my question. 
Well, you know, it might be the old tow truck. He goes down to the tow truck company. I guess, I didn't even man. look at the trucks to yeah. see if there was a I name on either. them. I didn't look but at them. But maybe he goes Somebody down there and they the did Somebody tell us what the tow truck company Yeah, tell us what the tow truck company name is. Maybe he goes to the tow truck company and trades propane. He's like, we'll give you a deal. I guess, and, man. Uh, or he just comes in and or they're they propane say, propane what do you need? You know? They're propane-powered yeah, trucks. Could be. And they have to fuel them. The, the tow trucks for the tow truck company. So they were like, all right, we'll let you loan them for free propane. But they've basically I got, love the propane. I love the propane. They've got all of these. <laughs> they've got all of these tow trucks with the propane trucks stuck on yeah, them. They're just ready so to go. That they're not driving up. propane trucks. They're driving tow trucks. Yeah, and they're hooked up, too. They're yeah. hooked and booked, ready to ride. Man. And then you see them going through the neighborhoods. You yeah. see Velma Throckmorton with her hand still stuck, stuck on her walker. to the walker. You and see, then you see the guy you who... You see Hugh Jimerson yeah, take his off his sweater because he doesn't want to look French. And uh, they all just laugh and cheer and all that. And then you see Bobby in the front seat with Hank. So they've got at least one, two, three, four, five trucks. Okay, so now we come back to the danger point. <laughs> so not only are they driving uh, a tow truck, they're driving a tow truck that has gas. That's right. They're hauling a gas hauler. An entire vehicle full of gas. And Bobby yanks the steering wheel. Like, <laughs> as a kid, if I ever would have touched the steering wheel, my dad yeah, would have slapped no me kidding. in the mouth. And that's just driving and a station wagon. And that's just wagon. driving a, a yeah. station wagon or whatever yeah. he was driving at the time. So it was, And he yanks the steering wheel and goes, saved your life, Dad. Yeah. And then Hank started laughing, saved my life. Now I get it. Now and that was it. the episode. And then we get credits. And then, and, uh, and then we the get the stinger. tag at the end. Yeah, we get Peggy me, with, kitty. look at me, I'm a kitty. Meow. Meow. <laughs> it's a great episode. It's, uh, it's a good I, one. I, I, I like it. I like a lot of the cinematic. Like I said, I like a lot of the uh, the animation direction in yeah. this one. Especially like whenever they're doing the end and the trucks are going through the neighborhood. They have like the aerial shot or whatever looking yeah. down on the neighborhood. I really by, like that. By the way, I forgot to mention at the beginning, no bell, no yell. No bell, no yell. No bell, no yell. And they had a little ding, 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 ding at the oh, very sure. end of the episode. Oh, did they? Episode. Yeah, in the song, they had a little... Very cool. A little... It was like a little flourish, I guess. It sounded different. It kind of... I don't know. I might be wrong. It might be what's normally there, but yeah. I usually don't listen to them uh, too much past the credits if I know there's not anything there. Yeah, I just want everybody to remember that Peggy's a kitty. Peggy That's all I ask. Peggy's a kitty. But again, yeah, thanks everybody great for episode. listening. That was a great episode. Yeah, hey, uh, Rusty, numbers are shooting up. Yeah, we want to... People are listening like crazy. Yeah, we want to shout out to everybody. Thank y'all for uh, listening. If y'all are new listeners, we appreciate y'all checking us yeah, out. Yeah, man, uh, y'all are doing great. Share Thank with you. your friends, you know, your grandparents, everybody. And if there's, hey, what I want to say is if there's anything that the less listeners think would make the show better or if they want us to do something. Yeah, we're now officially kind of opening the suggestion yeah. line. We have, two, we have two days now that we release episodes, and we want to give you guys a second day of content. So the second day of content right. is going to be wholly up to you and what you guys want. Uh, we've contemplated a few things, so we'll cook up a little bit on our own too. But yeah, we're we kinda, want your input on that day, that second day of content, the Friday day for content. We're kind of thinking that Monday is our regular episode day. And then on Fridays, maybe we do an interview. Maybe we do something special. King maybe of the Hill rumors. Another, yeah, anything. You know, King of the Hill maybe controversies. About the new one. You want to talk about, about the new who one. you talk to? Uh uh, I actually am I'm not at liberty to discuss. Oh, I'm I actually see. not at liberty to discuss. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, so 
Uh, they did mention that there's a lot going on in the background. Yeah, there's a lot going with on the, in the background. The possible King of the Hill reboot. Possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot, which everybody knows, there's a lot of stuff going on yeah. in, on the internet about a possible reboot. So hopefully we get some uh, interviews after a reboot or something. Yeah. And also... Uh, like we said, that Friday's content day is for y'all, so reach out on the social Absolutely. medias. Instagram is B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. Uh, that's on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yep. And also I wanted to give a shout-out to one of uh, our listeners. He's a longer-time listener, okay. and I meant to give him this shout-out before. Right. He had posted a post for us on Reddit shouting us out, mm. and I'd seen it. And then uh, he's Reddit. doing another one. He's going to post another one for us, he said. Oh, that's and, fantastic. And uh, I was in a box is his name. Yeah, I, I, I was in a that. box. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, you guys can go check out his YouTube. I was in a box. YouTube.com slash I was in a box. Yeah, man. And he actually has a King of the Hill video and is going to be yeah. creating more King of the Hill content. So he makes some great content. I'm going to try to invite him I'll see if oh, he wants to come, great. I'd love come to do talk an episode with us. Yeah. And we'd love to talk to you guys. If you guys want to yeah. want to just, just shoot shout, just out, shout, to out, us. shout yeah. out to us on social media and I'll see what I could do to get people on and stuff and we'll, like that. And we'll mention you and we'll do whatever, man. We yeah. we want this to be fun for everybody. Yeah, for sure. We want to we, we definitely want more community involvement. We want to get everybody involved a little bit more than uh, everybody is right now. Absolutely. And uh, again, appreciate everybody and all the support. We uh it's, it's phenomenal. You can check us out at all the social medias that Rusty just gave you. Uh, it's all the same everywhere you go. Or B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. Right. Or yep. you could go to uh, roguemedianetwork.com and check out some other shows. Uh, we just appreciate you being there. Yeah, they've got some great shows. Uh, I particularly like two of the shows that are out right now. Uh, yeah. You've got Boo Bays. This one. And they're doing really good. <laughs> I like our show, but I like Boo Bays. I like yeah. Boo Bays. Boo Bays is cool. Uh, I like Bros, Foes, and Heroes. So you guys check those out. Boo Bays is a uh, a spooky movie podcast. Yeah, horror And movies. I'm not really a big horror movie fan, but yeah. they've made me really low-key a horror movie fan. Now they're like good I, I started watching different stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're good friends. And Caitlin, I've known for a very long time. She was on a former podcast that we had oh, okay. here on the network. And uh, she, she started this one because this was kind of her fashion project. So yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Her and Josh do a, do a really good job of breaking down a movie almost minute by minute. Yeah, I really like <laughs> that one. Sometimes then, the podcast uh, can be longer than the movie. And then again, shout out to Bros, Foes, and Heroes, which is you yeah. and... Uh, Zach. Yeah, Zach. Uh, yeah, Zach and shout I out to Zach. break down comic books. Uh, oh, that's great. Uh, Zach it's, brings me a comic book person that is or, wild or thing that I've never heard yeah, of. They're always wild, too. It's and, always stuff uh, like... Uh, Archie versus Alien versus Predator, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Archie versus Predator. That was a weird one. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks again, guys. And uh, next week, uh, or, or Friday, I guess, we'll have uh, Season 2, Episode 14. Episode 14. And uh, we're going to keep on moving. Wimitanye. Wimitanye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.